Deep breath, Stephanie. Deep, deep breaths in and out. It is time to remove the mask. You know, we have to have an intervention. We do. We're in trouble. We have to understand and admit that women are under siege. Our sexuality is under siege. Our freedom is under siege. And it just seems like nobody cares. Deep breaths. Ooh, I am emotionally exhausted and I wonder how many people are emotionally exhausted like I am. If a woman like Christine Blasey Ford, who happens to be a doctor, a white woman full of privilege all over, privilege is just all over her life, if, if her tears matter not, if her voice matters not, if her pain matters not, what makes me think that my pain as a black woman, the pain of any black, brown, tan, or beige woman will matter? I am, I'm emotionally exhausted. Did I say that? Did I tell myself that I'm exhausted? Yes, I'm giving my feelings a name. I'm naming my pain. But I won't let my pain win. I will use my pain as a stepping stool, as a vessel to allow others to express their pain. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. Ooh, deep breaths. Let's affirm, let's affirm, let's affirm, let's affirm. My sexuality, my sexual liberation is not for male consumption. I do nothing for your gaze or your approval or your pleasure. I am not doing anything for your attention, sir. You are not authorized to claim any space I take up in my sexual expression. You are not invited to use my erotic empowerment as a headquarters for your male arousal. You are not allowed anywhere within my sexual liberation. You are not the basis for it. You are not the inspiration for it. And no, no sir, no sir, no ma'am, no Pam, no sir. You cannot, you cannot be a part of it. Just because I enjoy having an orgasm does not mean I want it to be you that gives me one. Just because I take beautiful sensual selfies or wear amazing fitted outfits doesn't mean that I'm inviting you to be in the center of my sexual joy. I will not allow you guys to shrink me. I will not allow you to shrink my sexual expression. I will not allow you to minimize my sexual liberation. I will not allow you to think that my sexual being has anything to do with you. I affirm that my sexual being, sir, has nothing to do with you. I affirm that my sexual being, sir, has nothing to do with you. I will affirm that my sexual being, Mr. Sir, has nothing to do with you. I affirm this. I affirm this for me. I affirm this for you. Evian Whitney, host of the Sexually Liberated Woman podcast. Thank you so much for that empowering, strong, amazing, necessary affirmation. Deep breaths in, Stephanie. Exhale out. It's time to start the show. Let's go. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hell no. Hashtag ISN pod. Soul family, welcome. Welcome home. Yeah, your home, your safe, emotional place. I am your host, Stephanie, the life architect, 
also known as Mother Unicorn to some and S-Dot to others. Take a deep breath with me, will you? Can we inhale peace? Can we exhale negativity? Can we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Inhale peace. Hold that peace in as long as you can. Ooh, exhale. Let us exhale negativity and all of the things that no longer nourish us that we've been carrying all day. This is going to be this is going to be a moment, guys. I am I'm ready to snatch some edges. I am fully prepared to let people know how I'm feeling. Collect and gather folks today. I decided to call a mandatory family meeting. Yes, that is where you're at. You're at your mandatory family, soul family meeting. Because there are some things that we need to address. There will be no joshing. There will be no none of the usual, you know, uh, uh, lighthearted. Well, is it lighthearted? I don't know. <laughs> some of y'all told me y'all be laughing. And it's cool if we laugh here and there. But I decided to record a new episode for this week. I already had an episode recorded. But in lieu, in lieu of all that is going on in the world... The attack against women, the attack against victims, the attack against survivors, the attack against humanity. I felt it was necessary for me to use my platform, as I stated previously on other episodes, to have the uncomfortable conversations that people do not want to have. We are going to have them here and we're going to have them right now. We're going to have one in particular right now that I think is necessary, that everybody has been talking about and talking about in their own way. And some have been, in my opinion, giving, God, I can't even, I can't even talk about it. The ignorance, the patriarchy, the misogyny. I mean, I'm really at a loss for words, but not too much because this is a podcast and that means I got to speak some words, right? So I'm going to give you the best that I got. I'm going to give you my Anita Baker. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you my thoughts. I'm going to give you my facts. I am going to give you what I think needs to be said, what I feel has been said, but maybe hasn't been said enough and said in my way. We can all talk about the same things, but we are all are individuals and um, there's only one life architect. There's only one builder one customizer, one designer of healthy emotional lives. And I feel that this Bill Cosby situation, this Kavanaugh situation, this Harvey Weinstein situation, this rape culture, this Me Too movement, I don't speak on it. I don't really speak on it too much unless you're in my personal circles, but I have a platform. I have a platform and I'm committed to making that platform be one where there is quality content. There are things that are said that are full of knowledge, that are full of thought provoking moments. And here we go. Let's provoke some thought. Let's have the conversation that has been had all over the world, social media included. There's a lot of you I'm disappointed in and I shouldn't be because your opinions are your opinions. But let me say this to you. Opinions. Or one thing. And I feel like you guys are confusing opinions with unhealthy mindsets. You can have an opinion. But when your mindset is one that supports injustice, that is not an opinion. That is a sick mindset to me. 
all of the views and opinions expressed here on I Said No, hashtag ISM pod, are those of Stephanie the Life Architect. Get at me. Because don't worry, we're not arguing. I don't argue. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with you. What I'm going to do is have an intellectual, possibly heated debate. So let's debate. Let's talk about it. Let's go into it. Fuck Cliff Huxtable. I said it. Fuck Cliff Huxtable. Fuck you, Heathcliff Huxtable. And the man who created him, Bill Cosby. Ooh, y'all mad at me. Y'all are mad at me. I don't give a fuck, Bill Cosby. Are you kidding me? Child, I tried to keep it calm. I tried. I tried family. I called this family meeting. I tried not to talk about celebrities. I told you I don't want to do celebrity um, content unless... Unless the celebrity content has something to do with our narrative, with the healing, the growing, the changing, the boundary setting, healthy boundary setting narrative that we have here at I Said No. And this, oh yes, raping someone, I Said No, no meaning no, drugging someone, having sex with someone without their consent, oh that fits right, right into the I Said No Right into the I said no path. Yes, I see it. It was here. It was calling me. It's, it woke me up and put me to sleep. So I said no celebrity nonsense unless, again, it spoke to what we do here. And this, out of everything that is going on in every tabloid, speaks to our narrative. So let's get into it. I said it again. Fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck Heathcliff Huxtable. And fuck everybody who's out here running down his resume running down his resume talking about he's an icon that he is check he's my father yeah i get that because he i wish he was my father too growing up in the 80s check he he was a hero check yep he was that too keep going keep going what he is is a pillar to the black community absolutely check yep he's that too what else what else let's go down the line let's go down his resume but do me a solid when you go down bill cosby's resume do not casually leave out he's a rapist okay do me a favor and not just omit that fact from his resume now a lot of you are saying just because he's convicted Just because he's convicted does not mean that he is guilty. I completely understand that. I do. But what number are we up to? Aren't we in the 50s? Why why would 50 plus women lie? And, And can we just remove the whole cloud, the whole dark, dingy, dirty, disgusting cloud of victim blaming? I'm going to be all over the place today, guys. I got my notes, but I'm so annoyed and emotionally triggered by this that this might be a little scattered. So bear with me or not. Feel free to press stop or pause. Feel free to walk the hell away if you want to. I'm cool with that. Just know that I'm going to speak my mind. It may be jumbled, but I'm going to speak what I need to speak. Can we stop the victim blaming? Can we look at the statistics? Can we? Are you willing to do that or you just want to talk out your ass? Are you willing to actually Google some facts or are you going to sit there and just say, you know, women are liars? Did you even know, according to the FBI, about 2% of all rape-related sex charges are determined to be false? False, excuse me. So only 2%. Do the math. If 2%, according to the FBI statistics, yes, I got my Google on. If 2% of rape cases are said to be false. That means 98% of them are real. Shall I continue? 
Okay. On a relatable note, only 40% of rapes are ever even reported to the police at all. So there's 60% of people out there, both men and women who are violated, who tell nothing who keep their story to themselves. So miss me with the whole, uh, the minute a woman comes up front, bravely comes up front, that means that she's automatically trying to gain something, especially when it's a celebrity, a ball player, or anyone of notoriety. Miss me with that shit. Look at the statistics and the facts before you sit there and talk about somebody's truth. Before you sit there and call somebody a liar. Before you sit there and hold on to some man's legacy when he's not even worried about it and you are. Let's go there. We'll come back to the victims. Let's go, let's go there. How you guys are so focused, so focused on this man's legacy. So focused on what he might lose when he wasn't focused on that himself. How are you holding this man's legacy up more than he has? Or is or was because once you put a drug in somebody's drink, you're not worried about your legacy. You ain't worried about your kids and you ain't worried about your wife. OK, so you're upholding someone who doesn't even see the need to uphold himself. That baffles me. That baffles the shit out of me. That baffles me. Bill Cosby is not worried <laughs> or wasn't worried every time he violated somebody. Why are you? Why? Tell me why. I'm waiting. Everybody out here talking about they are tearing a black man down. No, honey, this black man is tearing himself down. You can't be more concerned with his legacy than he is. You can't. I wish you would put some of that care and concern into your own lives and in your own family. Your kids walking around here unkept with no life skills, don't know how to take care of themselves, just rude and nasty. You focused and putting so much energy on Bill Cosby when he ain't in your household falling apart. What are you doing? I don't understand. I gave you statistics and that ain't enough. You still want to be like, oh, you know, Emmett Till. Yes, yes, yes. Rest in peace, Emmett Till. Yes, there are many, many black men. Oh, my God. So many black men who are treated unfairly, who are victims to colorism and social injustice. You are absolutely right. I cannot disagree with that. But you want to you want to change the narrative and say all of the wrongdoers you know, regardless of color should be in jail instead of focusing on the ones who were wrongfully accused. Does that make any sense? So everybody's focusing on Harvey Weinstein and, you know, other people who are not of color who are alleged rapists as well. And I get that. Like I said, the injustices for black men in this country, disgusting, disgusting, terrible, inappropriate. No questions there. You won't get me to argue with you there. But I think there's a difference with saying Bill Cosby shouldn't go to jail because they didn't go to jail versus all of them should be in jail. Listen to what you're advocating for. Why is Bill Cosby exempt because of the other injustices in the world? No, all of them should be in jail. Harvey, everybody who violated somebody should be in jail. I think you guys need to pay attention to what you're saying. I don't think you hear yourself. I don't think you're really spewing what you want to spew. You're just jumping on the emotional bandwagon instead of saying, let me sit back and really analyze my feelings and my thoughts about this. Do I really want him not to go to jail? Huh? Or am I, am I just focused on the colorism in America and I just don't want to put another black man down? I don't want to be a part of the reason why another black man is in jail. No, he's the reason he's in jail. I don't, I just really don't understand. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how 
just because he's talented and a genius, you want that to overshadow morals, values, and ethics. Yes, a 10 million Catholic priest, white Catholic priest, rape children every day. All of it is disgusting. They all should burn in hell. Let me tell it. But that doesn't mean that Bill Cosby shouldn't go to jail because the 10,000 or 10 million, you know, of course, the number is not 10 million, but the 10,000 priests who are, and it might not even be 10,000. It might not. Whatever the number is, yes, it's extremely high. To scre- it's extremely disgusting. And it is not fair that a black man will go to jail first for the same crime that a white man won't. You are right. But you should not, in my opinion, be telling everyone that Bill Cosby shouldn't go to jail either. How about change the sentence and say they all should go to jail? They all should be going to jail. Where are your morals, your values, and your ethics? I'm sorry. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Everyone is just so concerned about not being there for another black man. When is the narrative going to switch? And yes, I keep using narrative because that's what it is. When is this narrative going to switch to supporting and being there for a black woman? Do you understand that the majority of the people who accuse Bill Cosby are women of color? Why is it always that we have to support, we meaning women, have to support you men? When are you men going to stand up for us? When a black man is wrongfully shot, when a black man is treated like a dog on the street, shot in the back by a cop, shot in his own apartment, when a young boy, Tamar Rice, okay, when a young boy is shot down for no reason, for a pack of Skittles and, 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 and what did he have? An iced tea? What did he have? An iced tea on in a hoodie? And George Zimmerman would have come out of nowhere. This world was outraged, including women. Trayvon Martin, including women, are always on the front line when you guys are getting attacked and you boys are getting attacked. Where are you on our line when women are getting attacked? Where are you? Why is it that women always have to champion your rights, your equality, but when it comes to us, you guys are silent? And the ones that do stand up, what is this nonsense? This, 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 this nonsense that states, oh, well, I stand up for women because she's someone's daughter or this might be someone's wife. No, motherfucker, she's somebody, period. Fellas, 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 hear me. Can, can, can you turn up the volume for a second, fellas? Please do me a solid. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me and I need you to hear me without your defensive ear. Dear men, it is not enough to respect us or stand up for us or support us only when we are the women in your immediate friend circle or family circle. Hear what I say. It's not okay that you only stand up for your mama, your sister, your niece, your daughter. That's not okay. It starts there, sure, in your home. But women in general, we need you, black men. We need you, brothers. Men are violating and disrespecting us. They are ripping us of our innocence, our sanity, our peace, our wholeness. And you guys are not talking to your brothers. You guys are not putting them in check. You guys are not telling them that we are not here. We are not here for their sexual, emotional, physical, and mental and financial punching bags. Where are you? It's not okay that we get to ride for you 24-7. We get to be your emotional support. We get to stand up for you on the front lines. We take bullets for y'all. We get to verbally assassinate people anytime they come for your skin color, anytime they try to treat you less than. But we don't have that same protection from you, and you got the nerve to want to be calling me a queen? You got the nerve to want to be calling me sis? If this is how you protect your queens and your sisters, I don't want to be relatives or royalty to you. 
You uplift your queen. You hold her and you protect her at all costs. Your sister, you nurture her. You protect her. You guide her. You educate her. You, you make sure that nobody on this planet can undo your bond. You make sure that she knows that she has you as a brother, little or big brother, that she has you. Don't call me sis or queen. When you don't treat me like royalty or treat me like a relative. And again, if that is how you treat your family, if that is how you treat royalty, I want to be neither of the two to you. Watch what you say to me, sir. Watch what you call women. Don't only protect me if you know me. Don't only protect me if I have something on you, for you, or to you. Don't only protect me if you want a piece of me. If you want to use my credit, get between my magical thighs. If I'm taking you up and shacking up with you, that's the only time you want to protect me. No. How about protect that woman on the street who could be me? How about not type, oh, well, these chicks need to be better because, you know, Bill Cosby, why would he rape her ugly ass? How fucking dare you? Who the fuck do you think you are? I could say the same thing for you when, when I'm like, oh, well, he looked like he troubled. So they shot him in the back. I guess it's his fault. He need to just not be black in certain places. Excuse me. Excuse me. What I'm going to say no to is that, excuse me, no ma'am, no Pam, no sir, not here, not ever, not I, uh, on ISN pod. You do not get to tell me that I have to hold you up and you don't get to hold us up. Sir, sir, dear sir, dear sir, dear man, I need you to do better. I don't feel safe and that's okay with you. I feel alone in this world and that's okay with you. I am one of your sisters, so you say. I am one of your queens, so you say. Why am I sitting here petrified and you're sitting here right across me watching somebody violate me? Why are your thumbs even ready to type that I should pull my skirt down? Huh? Why? Why should you tell me I shouldn't be outside past 8 p.m.? So I have to be a hermit because your fellow brother can't control himself. And if he's a celebrity like Bill Cosby, then it's, oh, well, you know, he has money. You, you must be trying to tear him down. My guy, <laughs> my guy, I am hurt. It, it disgusts me. It pulls. I'm emotionally triggered. It's disgusting to me. What are we supposed to do about it? Where are the men telling the men that this is inappropriate? Where are the fathers raising their sons that women are not objects? I can't use you for your wallet. You can't use me for my vagina. I can't tell you your worth is attached to your 401k and your credit score. Then you can't tell me my worth is attached to my asshole and my titties. You can't tell me that I have to watch myself around men and not tell men not to be people. I have to watch, watch myself around. Why is it always you're teaching your daughters to watch out, but not teaching your men not to be people they have to watch out for? What are you doing? Don't give me that how it used to be. Boys will be boys. No, boys will take responsibility for their actions. And ladies, oh, ladies, I'm going to get off these guys. Let me talk to you, sis. Yeah, I'm back, sis. This is why I don't like terms of endearment because it's full of shit. Don't call me sis. You don't endear me, sweetie, because if you endeared me with that term of endearment, you wouldn't be telling me. You wouldn't be telling me. That I need to shut up and females like you don't like. That's why you don't trust females because females stay trying to bring a black man down. Honey, you're not around men. You're around grown ass young boys wrapped in adult male flesh. You're not around a man. What you know about a man? How you know I'm bringing a man down when you're not around a man? You're around damaged boys. 
in adult bodies. Fuck is you talking about? If you knew what a man was, you would understand. You would understand that victim blaming is not okay. You would do some search on some statistics. You would have some self-worth and be like, you know what? It's not okay whether she was there late, whether her skirt was short, whether she had her cleavage showing, whether she had two cocktails or 20. It ain't okay. How dare you as another woman? Instantly first go to victim blaming and shaming. Are you serious? Are you crazy? I get get it. Listen, I get it. I get that Bill Cosby raised you because he raised me too. I get that you know jazz because of Bill Cosby. I get that you know who Ray Charles is because of Bill Cosby. I get that you wanted a Gordon Gartrell shirt no matter how messed up it was. You wanted Denise to make one for you. I get it. I get it. I get that you wanted your husband to make Hallelujah for you like he made for Claire and brought Jamaica to them for their anniversary instead of going to Jamaica. I get it because, girl, boy, I, I, I feel all of that, too. And I'm allowed to mourn. And, yes, you are allowed to mourn that you now have to separate the fictional character from the man. Fuck Bill Cosby. And you know what? Like I said at the beginning, fuck Cliff Huxtable, too. I don't need to focus on someone's talent more than I need to focus on my morals and values. You can still step in the name of love and listen to R. Kelly if you want to. His entire catalog was deleted from my phone and my laptop. I have no need. I have no need. There is nothing that you do for me. I don't care how great your songs are, how great your show is. I have no need. Me, personally, have no need to continue having you in my life. If you want to, that's your business. Just watch what you say, baby girl. Watch what you say. Watch how you present yourself to the masses. Watch your mindset. Stop jumping on bandwagons. What are you really feeling? Do you really believe this man is innocent? And if so, can you articulate it where you're not degrading women? If you really, really believe he's innocent, you have that right. But tell me, why would someone abuse their power that way? He used his celebrity, he used his power, and he used the black community. You should feel used and abused like his victims. You should feel used and abused that he took your trust in him. He took his power. He took took everything that we gave him. Everything that we gave him, we gave him everything because he was everything. You should feel used and abused. This should make you want to sit back and check how much power you put in celebrity. How the pedestal you put people on, how high that pedestal is, because he is human. He has demons like everybody else. R. Kelly has demons like everybody else. Harvey Weinstein has demons like everybody else. But what we do is put people on these pedestals so high that we can't reach it no more. And we be like, you know what? We have them up there. So we're going to leave them up there no matter what. Because it was 20 years ago and wasn't today. He didn't rape nobody in 2018. So what? So what? He didn't just rape somebody. He drugged somebody. He didn't just do one, two, three, four, five, seven, eleven. No. He didn't do 20, 27. No. That number got a five in front of it and counting, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. Like, what is going on in our psyches? What is going on in our hearts, our minds, and our souls when we put celebrity and, and the need to hold on to our childhood memories? I get it. I know what happiness anchors are. I know about happiness makers, those things that remind you of the times that life was good. I get it. But you got to separate fiction from fact. Heathcliff Huxtable is fiction. Bill Cosby is the fact. There is a difference between the two. He painted the picture that the world wanted. 
that he wanted the world to see. And maybe he is some of that. Maybe he has Heathcliff Huxtable inside of him, but he also has the rapist inside of him too. You cannot negate that. You just can't. I know you want to, but I'm not going to let you do that here. I'm not. And what I want you to know, what I really want you to know, let me tell you why I was really emotionally triggered here. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me let you in on why I was really emotionally triggered. So I don't know how many of you were sexually assaulted. And let me say this. I am just so sorry. It breaks my heart. Both men and women having two young boys and girls. It just, I have never been raped. Thank God. I have been sexually assaulted. I have had my body groped and touched when I didn't consent to it. I have been petrified in situations with men where I didn't know where it was going to go. I have shaken in fear from the possibility of me having to be in a position where I had to fight for my life. I didn't know if that was going to happen. And thank God it didn't. But I have been very, 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 very fearful a few times in my life where I thought I was going to be violated. And oh, but God, oh, but God, for whatever reason, his mercy and grace constantly endures and constantly is over me. And the sexual assault alone was enough. Having my behind, my ass, my breast in the hands of a man, try, a man trying to force kiss me. Um, there have been a few times where I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And yes, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. I've punched a few people in the face. Um, but a lot of people don't even know they were sexual assaulted. They don't think they were because it's just in the club where a guy groped me and felt me up and I didn't want him to. No, honey, that's not normal. And you were violated and you were sexually assaulted. But that's not why I was triggered. I digress. Let me tell you this. I was raised by a beautiful, intelligent, savvy woman who also happens to be a rape survivor. And not only did she raise me, but her pain, her trauma from not being believed, her trauma from her innocence being stolen from her, her trauma from her fears, the loss of trust in humanity, especially men, those things raised me too. So when people don't believe survivors and want to tell them just to get over it, it breaks my heart and pisses me the fuck off. Because it's not just the survivors that are affected. It's who they're around, the kids they raise, the husbands they marry, the wives that they marry, the friends and family that go to dinner with them or not. It's not just the victims. This is what sets me off, that people have no idea about the domino effect, the domino effect of trauma, of rape, of sexual assault. My mother didn't ask for this. Her children didn't ask for this. Her children didn't ask to be raised out of fear. Her children didn't ask to be raised where men ain't shit. Her children didn't ask to be raised with automatic trust issues. She didn't ask to be a person who had that. That was given to her because it, her innocence was taken from her. Don't you dare tell me that my mother's a liar because she didn't report in a timely manner according to you. Don't you dare. Don't you dare put your lips together or put your things together to type on your crusty ass laptop or fucking phone to tell me, to tell me that my mother, because she didn't say what you wanted her to say when you wanted her to say it and how you wanted her to say it is a liar. 
What if my mother was assaulted from Bill Cosby? She's automatically a liar. What if she's having TVs and on CNN trying to say that Kavanaugh raped her? Is she a liar when she was in college? What the fuck is going on? I am emotionally triggered. Fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck Heathcliff Constable. Fuck him. I am triggered. You don't have to like it. I'm triggered. I'm hurting. I'm hurting for everyone involved. I'm hurting for the families of the rapist. I'm hurting for the nieces, the nephews. I'm hurting. I'm hurting for the grandchildren. I'm hurting for the mothers of, the wives of. I'm hurting. I'm hurting for everybody involved. I'm hurting for our society who sits there and constantly regurgitates this misogyny. I'm hurting for men who don't realize how privileged they are. I'm hurting for women and men who are victims, who are victims who just want to be heard if they choose to speak. Let me tell you this. If someone doesn't want to share their story, that is their right. They don't owe you their rape story. They don't owe you their molestation story. They don't. That's none of your business if they choose not to share. You ain't got no right to tell nobody what time frame they should and how and how they should be sharing it. Who do you think you are? Who you who do you think you are? You can't even, you got a lot of nerve. You can't even tell me how you're feeling on a bad day and you want somebody to recant a rape story? What? You you can't even be honest with yourself and you want somebody else to be honest with the world? And most people end up reliving the pain over and over and over and over again because it doesn't yield them justice to speak. If you watch Law and Order SVU, I love me some Olivia Benson. The majority of the time, the victims end up traumatized again and again. Even if they get justice, it's such a painful process. How dare you tell somebody when they need to? What is your problem? What is this society about where we don't just nurture, embrace, love, and support people who are in need when we want to beat them down more? We want to traumatize them more. We want to tell them that, 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 that because they've been traumatized, they need to prove it over and over and over again in order for them to have a chance at being believed. Who do you think you are? I don't understand. Our cultures are tearing our children apart. We're asking our children to sit next to their molesters at the Thanksgiving table because, you know, that's just that's just your Uncle Ray. He didn't mean nothing by it, so I'm going to just switch y'all seats. It'll be fine. No, it won't be. You're killing me emotionally. You're asking your daughters to let their rapists walk them down the aisle because it's their fathers. Are you kidding me? You're asking your rapist to stay in the house and just don't speak to him or her. You're telling your sons that there's no way their big brother or big cousin could do that. And you're still sending them over to their aunt house for the summer because you want to go out and party. What is going on here? You're telling them that the reverend and deacon could never do that because God would never, never, never allow you to be put in a position where you didn't know what was going on with your child. So you're going to send them right back to that church? Right back to that man to lay hands on them every Sunday morning when he done laid hands on her or him everywhere else. What is going on? There is such a disconnect. There is such a disconnect with women and sexuality and men in sexuality. Women are taught to shame themselves from the very beginning. We are always taught that it's just a man thing, Gina. We are always taught that a man just going to be a man. What does that even mean? 
A man going to be a rapist? A man going to be a violator? A man going to be a, a cheater? A man's going to be someone who violates everything that I have? And I should be okay with that. Women are taught shame early on. Women are taught to dismiss the wrongdoings of a man early on. And young boys are taught to suppress and dismiss everything. And are also taught shame if it has anything to do with their sexuality and not with a woman. So if a young boy is molested by another man or another boy, he's told to shut up and shamed automatically. If he is molested or raped by a woman... He is praised like, boy, what you mad for? What you stressed out for? You got some pussy early. Oh, you got some grown pussy. We have to do better. Here comes that word again, narrative. We have to change the narrative on sexuality. We have to change the narrative on shame. We have to change the narrative on boys being boys. We have to start loving our daughters like we love our boys because we raise our girls and love our boys. We don't love our girls the way we love our boys. Our boys can do nothing wrong, but our girls can do everything wrong. We teach girls automatically that everything they do to stand up, speak up, be themselves, stand in their no is automatically wrong and not nice. Fuck, you're nice. Nice for what? What is nice? Get me. Nice has me emotionally triggered. Nice gets me what? A man that does what to me? You teach your boys to be strong and stand in their no and set boundaries and don't let nobody play them and be a man. Define to him what a man is. Show him what a man is. And not by a fictional character like Heathcliff Huxtable. Have a baby by a man who is going to be present and show him the way. Show him what it means to call a woman a queen because he is royalty himself because he is a king. You want to go around calling everybody a king and he got a credit score of 520 and he in the basement with his mom on a blow up bed without anything but a fitted sheet. And last time he ever saw his kids was a year ago complaining, talking about she don't let me see him, but he ain't do nothing to work on being a full-time father. That ain't your king. That's your king. That's your king. He got sneakers up the wall, but he has nothing else. That's your king. What are you teaching your children? Who are you teaching them to admire? What is going on here? When's the last time you showed your girl mommy, auntie, Titi, Thea? When's the last time you showed your girls what it is to be a woman? What it is to own her body? What it is to be a sexual liberated being? What it is to be a woman who says no and means no? When's the last time you taught your daughter life skills? When's the last time you taught her this is how you defend yourself? When's the last time you taught her, speak up, baby, if you're in an uncomfortable situation? You don't have to sit there and take it. So many girls are being violated because they think they just have to sit there and take it. What are you doing? What are you doing to tell your girls that her being is hers and she doesn't have to give it to nobody? And if she wants to give it to everybody on the flip side, that's her business too. But own your body. Treat it like it's a temple. Love yourself. Sex. Sex is your right. Pleasure is your right. And nobody has the right to take your innocence or your pleasure from you for their pleasure or their needs. What are we doing as a society? What are we doing in our households? Are you having the conversation with your boys about consent? Or you just assume they're going to figure it out? They're not. They're not. Are you telling your children that it's not enough to respect their little sisters as brothers, but they have to respect women as a whole? Are you telling your daughters not to violate men and be disrespectful and, and, and respect more than just their fathers? Or do they see respect coming from you? How do you treat her father? How do you treat his mother? Who do you worship? 
Who gets all the respect in your house? What celebrity do you worship more than his father, if at all, or more than his, her mother? Who do you treat and put on a pedestal? These kids are watching you. These boys are violating girls on a daily basis. These girls are violating boys. Boys get raped too. Hello? Hello? I don't, I don't know if anything I said made sense. I just had to get this off my damn chest. I am emotionally triggered. I am pissed the fuck off. I will not be silent. I will not be silent. I will not be silent. We have to do better as individuals. We have to do better as communities. We have to do better as a society. We have to take ownership. We got to call people out. You will not, you will not violate anybody in my presence. You won't. I don't care if I'm in your presence. We're actually in the same room. You won't violate anybody in my presence on social media. You won't violate anybody in my presence audio wise. You just won't violate anybody in my presence. By my definition of violate. Yes, my definition. You won't make anybody feel less than. You won't flex your power. You will not do it. I don't care if you don't like it. I'm not here to be liked. I don't have that need. That's my superpower. One of them. I don't care if you like me. What I care about is creating a safe place for people. What I care about is making sure that I am not a part of the injustice problem. What I care about is the emotional and mental health of people. People are walking around like zombies. People are dying internally, holding secrets, being violated on a day-to-day basis. They think that because they're in a relationship, they can't get raped. They think that because that's her boy, his boyfriend or her boyfriend, or she thinks because she's married to him that she automatically has to give it up, that she can't be raped because she's in a relationship. He can't be raped because that's his wife. Yes, you can. No is no in and out of relationships. You doing something you don't want to do is violation in and out of a relationship. You have the right to your body. Marriage does not mean, and I don't care what the Bible says in this facet. My body is mine and it will always be. Yes, we are married and become a union as one, but you don't have the right to rape me because I have a ring on my finger and a certificate by the government. Nigga, please. Don't come for me. Don't come for people who can't defend themselves because you're the weak one. You're the big bad wolf who has the power, has the money, has the executive chair, is the celebrity, is the Bill Cosby, is the R. Kelly, is the Weinstein, is the Matt Lauer. You have the power and you know that. And when you abuse your power, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. When you hold the cards, when somebody wants a job or when somebody needs to feel validated and heard and you take advantage of them, you ain't shit. And I don't like me an ain't shit motherfucker. I don't. And I'm not here for the ain't shit motherfuckers. I'm here for the people on the other end of the ain't shit motherfuckers bullshit. And that's where I stand. Like it or not, it is what it is. And we say no here to rape and rape culture and molestation and sexual assault. We say no to victim blaming here and we will never stand for it. We stand for research. We stand for due diligence. We stand for the facts and we stand for believing women when they speak. This country was not just built on racism. This country was built on sexism. Sexism, just like racism is woven into the fabric of America's being. And as a woman, I am petrified. I am scared to death to walk the streets sometimes. I'm scared to death just to go out and have fun sometimes. I'm scared to death as a woman and a woman of color that someone will violate me and will get away with it and it will be okay. That hurts me that women are out here scared constantly, constantly. 
and scared that they know for a fact that they won't be believed. And if they are believed, they have to be put through so much to even think about having justice or someone believe what they say. That, that scares the shit out of me. But even in my fear, you won't stop me from living. We brave around here. We scared, but we show up any goddamn way. And that's what we have to do. We have to be brave champions. We have to continuously show up and not let these savages win. These immoral bastards win. This patriarchy win. This misogyny win. We cannot allow it. If we stand up for racism, we have to stand up for sexism. You cannot just assume that because you think everything's okay that it is. There are women being violated every day. Girls are being trafficked like no other. It's not enough that you're worried about your daughter. Worry about every little girl. Yes, your household comes first, but you're not always home. You see some be, somebody being violated. If you only can call 911, then do that. Stop recording things and help women. Stop recording things and help these little boys. How dare you see a grown man kiss a child on the lips and you turn the other way. What is wrong with you? Where are your morals? Where are your values? I digress. <sighs> to the victims. To the victims of all kinds of violation, all kinds of sexual violations. I want you to know that I am here for you. I am here for you and your beautiful soul self. Thank you for your bravery. Thank you for speaking even when your voice shakes and quivers. Thank you for being brave when you come out and tell your story and relive your trauma over and over and over again in efforts to keep other women, girls, boys, and men from being robbed of their peace, their peace of mind, a piece of their soul being taken. Thank you for being that brave person that is a champion for their peace. And again, those who never speak know that you don't owe anyone your experience or your story. You have the right to demand your privacy. And make the better life choice that is for you and yourself and your sanity not to rehash. Whatever you choose, as a survivor, as a victim, whatever you want to be called or labeled, I'll respect either one. Whatever you choose, that is up to you. Know that this is a place, I am a person first, that stands with you. I hold your virtual hand and will hold your hand live if you need to. And also, my platforms... This platform, I said no podcast, anywhere I am, BLCNY, my Instagram, everywhere I am, when I'm speaking live, when I'm coaching one-on-one, when I'm doing group stuff, just know that I will always be a champion for your safety. I will always stand up for you, no matter what you decide to do, speak or not speak. I will never allow someone to violate you if I have anything to do with it. I support you. I salute you. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. If every, anyone ever made you think it was, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. To all of the mothers and fathers raising children through trauma, seek help. To all of those who are in friendships but are holding their trauma, seek help. To everybody who's single and has their trauma buried in them, seek help. Seek help. To all of those coworkers who sit down every day and look at their other coworkers and say, if they only knew what I've been through, seek help. You're allowed to live a life with someone who, who helps you, who guides you, who pain manages for you and with you, 
Who doesn't try to tell you that you need to get over it? Who tells you that wherever you want to be, I'm here with you. I stand with you. If you just need to learn how to help to cope and get out of bed in the morning, if you need to learn how to navigate those feelings when they come, if you need to learn how to feel those feelings when they come, when you're emotionally triggered internally and externally, I'm here for you. Do that. Do that. You deserve, you deserve moments of management. You deserve moments of freedom. You deserve moments of healing that collectively add up to a life of. You did nothing wrong. You didn't ask for it. You didn't beg for it. You did nothing that makes you the reason why what happened to you happened to you. You didn't ask for him or her to touch you. You didn't ask for him or her to hurt you. You didn't ask for it. You didn't deserve 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 it. You did not deserve it. You didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve it. it.